Welcome to Gilmore Sisters, a rant podcast. This week is episode six, Sleep is for the Undercaffeinated. Kelly and I will be hosting. Uh, this is presented by the Serial Box Network. You're going to want to check out all their nerdy content. We are Phoenix Sisters Cosplay. Crayley and Kelly, check out our theme song. La, 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 la. Gilmore Sisters. Gilmore Sisters is a Phoenix Sisters cosplay production and is hosted by the Serial Box Network. Pokeballs by Crayley is your one-stop shop for handmade magical creations that celebrate all the Pokemon universe has to offer. Available on CrayleyVaness.com, that's C-R-A-Y-L-E-V-A-N-E-S-T.com, and possibly coming to a con near you. One nightmare destroyed Aiden O'Donnell. Aiden Gray, a.k.a. Scorcher, was born out of those ashes. The Forces of Nature trilogy is about the destructive powers of having superpowers that you don't understand and can't control. It's about redemption, about finding love and finding yourself. You can find the first two books, Scorcher and Thin Ice, online wherever books are sold. You can also pre-order the upcoming audiobook for Scorcher at www.kellygetner.com. That's www.k-e-l-l-y-g-u-e-n-t-n-e-r. All right. So, um, you know what? The title... Makes sense. With all the coffee they drink, I am not surprised that they never sleep. Yeah, it's just the way the storytelling works. It's like they only ever sleep when they need to be woken up for dramatic effect. I swear, that's the only time they ever sleep. <laughs> yep. Like so, in the first episode. Uh, I think it's the second episode. The first episode is all about how Rory... Oh doesn't want to go to Chilton because she met Dean. Right, right. You're right. But, yeah, no, even in the very second episode, like, Lorelai wakes up late so that they can get her to school almost late in a ridiculous outfit. <laughs> Which I love. It is a look, okay? Mm-hmm. My I'm laundry totally gonna... look? Oh, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I'm totally going to cosplay it one of these days. So if you all want to fund that cosplay, drop some change in our tip jar by going to our um, Patreon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because mm -hmm. Crayley's going to look super cute in that. Oh, my gosh. Adorable. <laughs> it, yeah. Uh, my laundry day outfits do not look that cute. You all will never see a picture of my laundry day outfits. They don't look like that. Nope. Nobody wants to see them. Me we can pretend either. <laughs> yeah. We can pretend that they do. Because, like, okay, if my laundry day outfits were booty shorts, a pink tie-dyed shirt, and kicky cowgirl boots, I would never do laundry, y'all. <laughs> right. Also, how does... Does someone who's supposedly poor afford dry clean clothes? Like, I 
Yeah, I don't get it. All of her nice stuff is at the dry cleaners. And then when you see her later in that episode, she's got this like massive pile of like, like, I, mer, we already did a whole episode on how we don't think the writers know any poor people. <laughs> I can understand maybe dry cleaning like one outfit for the special occasion of getting your daughter to a shishi school, but all her work outfits need to be dry cleaned regularly. Mm, no, no, no. Especially considering that in the episode where Richard visits stars hollow, he's all like, where's your work jacket. And she's like, I don't have a work jacket. Like she wears whatever blouse she feels like that is like at least business casual. And so it's not like she wears a like pressed blazer to work every day. So. No they consistency. No. <laughs> No, I used to have to dress business professional five days a week, three weeks out of the month, and four days a week, one week out of the month. And let me tell you, there are plenty of blouses that don't need to be dry cleaned. Yup. But. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, there, there are some, like, really dramatic moments where it's clear that they do sleep sometimes. Like, you know, when Lorelai has weird dreams, like having Luke's twins or dreams about the real Paul Anka or her dream about the breakup or oh. no that was that was so sad oh my gosh oh it was the episode is called say something because <gasps> in the dream she's yelling at herself on a recording to say something after Luke shares that super vulnerable moment with her where he's like I'm all in and she just like smiles and says nothing so heartbreaking Whew. Yeah, it's very sad. Okay, so yes. But yeah, so maybe they just are like, okay, we have something important in the morning. I guess it's time for our monthly sleep. <laughs> right. I mean, she's asleep when she gets the phone call that the inn is on fire. Wow. How did she know? How did she know something important was coming up? I mean, because yeah, exactly. That's how she always knows when it's going to snow. She thinks she can smell it, but that's actually just because she doesn't realize where the sense is coming from. <laughs> yes. Yep. Headcanon accepted. Well, and, and Rory only sleeps like, you know, she gets like woken up for the birthday talk or her mom wakes her up suddenly from taking a nap at a super weird time before she goes to one of Lane's concerts to be like, I want to go to the dinner where... Logan's gonna be at for the How Many Crow Pogs to Cape Cod episode <laughs> where Logan goes right. to Friday night dinner but Lorelai hasn't been going which okay weird Lorelai has issues with boundaries I mean we know this but <laughs> we, we do I saw a post recently where someone was doing like a tweet a therapist thing and they were like what do you think about Lorelai and Rory and the therapist was like, this is a very classic mother-daughter, like, teenage parent codependency situation that makes for really great drama in a TV series, but it did not cover fully the harm that comes up in that specific type of codependent relationship. And I was just like, oh. Though, if we look at where Rory ends up in a year in the life, maybe it did. You know, that's that's where it covers the problem with the, the codependent mother-daughter lack of boundaries that they covered. Because Rory had so much promise. Everyone went on and on about how 
She was going to do great things. And she did nothing with her life. Right. And it's just every time she's like half a step away from some self-awareness, somebody else builds her up in the wrong way. Like, yep. there's that episode where um, she starts her sophomore year at Yale and uh, Glenn had the New York Times reprint and Doyle worked at the Muncie Star, which I've lived in Muncie. Okay. Like. <laughs> Every time he's like, so I was busting my hump at the Muncie Star. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. They're like, that was, that's BS. <laughs> that was real busy, real busy, Doyle. But she talks to her mom and she's like, I feel like I'm behind because, uh, you know, I ran away to Europe with grandma for a whole summer. Instead, I didn't even think about getting an internship. And yeah, Lorelai's yeah. like, oh no, Europe wasn't a waste. You had cultural experiences. And it's like. Did you, though? One, did you, though? And two, even if you did, like, time and place, her whole motivation was just, got to get away from this situation. I need to have a hard talk with this guy, married guy I just slept with. And instead of having that hard conversation, yeah, I'm going to run away to Europe. Like, she calls herself on it out on it. And Lorelai's like, no, it was fine. You're a perfect angel. You'll catch up. You can always catch up. Like... And I mean, on the one hand, yes, the sentiment is there that you will catch up. It is okay to be a kid when you're like 19, 20. It is not okay to sleep with your married ex-boyfriend and then run away from your problems and not feel bad about it. Yeah. like, Like if you're, especially if you're going to an Ivy League school. You're competing with very driven people. So yeah, you are gonna be you are gonna be behind. And the job, the caliber of jobs that she was competing for, whew, you you can't spend a entire summer hiding from your problems and not doing anything career worthy. At the very least, she could have been writing about her European adventures or doing some other type of actually getting cultural experience and learning stuff. Oh, I mean, she wanted to be a foreign correspondent for the first several years. Like she didn't do any networking while she was there, any of it. I mean, we're, we're so off topic here, but seriously, (laughs) this is how, this is how the rant podcast goes. If this is your first episode, Hey, hi, hello. This is Gilmore Sisters, a rant podcast, and we are (laughs) off topic again. (laughs) Yep. Very on brand for us. Also, I feel like that's kind of on brand for the entire Serial Box Network. Um, There's not a single show that stays on topic. There is no tracks. Just. No. No. We're going off-roading here, people. We're going off-roading. This is the, this is, we're, we're in Lorelai's Jeep, just you know, driving over whatever we feel like. (laughs) Yep. Including deer. (laughs) (laughs) No, the deer run into us. Okay. Are those antler prints? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So back to the sleeping problem. Um, You promised me that we would tie this into them being vampires. And I think we can. I I think everything, it all goes back. Everyone in Stars Hollow is some sort of supernatural cryptid. 
Right. And th- this is this is why they don't have to sleep that often. I think they just they just do it to feel good. They're like, yeah, I haven't had a dream in a month. Let's lay down. <laughs> yep. But yep. But then after the dance marathon episode, they're all like, we don't do well on a funky sleeping schedule. And I'm like, what? Like, there's all these instances of them sleeping at the weirdest time. And they get up for breakfast at the diner every day. Like, they have full socializing, like, meet up How with Lane. I'm Talk How? about a CD. Go in to, to eat. Like, th- th- also, what time does the diner open? Because they get they would get up for breakfast before Rory took her like hour bus ride. It was thirty children. minutes, but still, like, yeah, no, they they would get up for breakfast to get like a a diner cooked like pancake scrambled eggs meal, quip back and forth forth with Luke, like have Dean drop in to make something awkward while Jess makes goo goo eyes from behind the counter. <laughs> And then her still be that like, is, okay, I gotta leave for the bus. That's a lot of time. That is a lot of time. Even if we think that maybe Luke had their um their order ready, because that is feasible, because Luke is obsessed with them and he doesn't seem to have any other customers that he cares about. How, how another episode topic. How does that man stay in business with how terrible his customer service is? You know what? I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. I mean, granted, that's like, there are some restaurants where that's part of the charm, like the Soup Nazi in New York. Right. That was like, or in Seinfeld. Nah, in New York, but yeah, in Seinfeld. <laughs> I say it like that's like a real thing. But like, I feel like the people of Stars Hollow were not all that charmed by Luke. So. I mean, Babette and Miss Patty. Okay, true. But the rest of them, like, you can't keep a <laughs> diner open on five people, like Rory, no. Lori, Rory, Lorelai, Kirk, Babette, and Miss Patty. Well, with how often Lorelai and Rory were there, they probably were paying his bills all by themselves. Let's be real. But half the time they don't pay. Rory, it's your birthday. You don't pay. Rory, it's your first day of school. You don't pay. That's true. Like. Oh, I have a new theory. Um, everyone in Stars Hollow is not a vampire. They're all fey folk. Right. Fairies. Because they can go out in daylight. And they're not oh, sparkling yeah. either. So they're probably fairies. Which means that money is different. Oh, yeah. I like this. I like this. So when, when we do our episode about whether or not they're vampires or not, we're going to have to add in um, fairies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We can do that. That also explains a lot about all the parties they throw. They're, Emily and Richard are definitely fairies because they have weird notions of hospitality. Very weird notions of hospitality. Mm-hmm. Okay. Suki's a fairy. Definitely. Suki's ideas of hospitality. Do not eat, eat Suki's food, y'all. You're going to be Suki's pet. <laughs> that doesn't sound so bad, though, if I could keep, if I could eat Suki's food all the time. It, oh, my it'd gosh. Be worth it. Right. I would be fat. I would be fat if I lived in Sarah's Hollow between Suki's and Luke's. 
I mean, yeah. if anybody ate like Lorelai and Rory, I don't know why this episode I want to call them Lorelai and Lori. I guess it's because they're so codependent that they just mush together. <laughs> <laughs> that is fair. That is fair. But yeah, no, they have. It's it's just a little messed up how that show is like, yeah, we know our metabolisms are like so great. haha. they should have us studied. But then like. Also, they do fat shaming. I don't remember if we brought that up before, but that bothers me. We did bring it up. Yeah, yeah. Bothers me too. But it's really gross. You know, whatever. We that's love the show, those, but that's one of those things that did not age well because I feel like fat jokes and fat shaming were very much a thing in the 90s and before. It was just like common. And like, no, no, thank you. Not okay. Very much so. Like the 90s Sailor Moon. Sometimes I'm when I rewatch it, I'm absolutely shocked at the amount of fat shaming they do to teenage Ooh. girls. That's awful. Like they're constantly yeah. making fun of uh, um, Usagi slash, I guess in the dub I grew up with, she was like Serena for um, mm-hmm. for stress eating. And it's oh. like, she has to save the whole world. Like let her eat the dumpling. Dang. Mm, dumplings sound good. Also, how is Lorelai going to be all about fat shaming when Suki is her best friend? Like, Suki can probably hear you, Lorelai. Lorelai is a terrible best friend, too. So, oh, yeah. you know, that yeah. may be another episode. Terrible best friend. But, like, Suki is adorable and gorgeous, by the way, but she is fat. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. No, absolutely not. She's still completely and totally adorable. That's, like, the perfect word for it. But... Yep. It- but Suki can probably hear you, Lorelai, when you make those comments. How do you think she feels? Huh? Do you ever think about how she feels? No, you don't. You don't. Pretty much only when she's pregnant. Ugh. Which, to be fair, Lorelai actually is a very good friend to Suki when she's pregnant. She's always going out of her way to, like, watch out for her emotional triggers and make sure that she's taking care of herself. She's always, like remembering when her doctor's appointments and stuff are like that's actually very sweet that's something that's like a small portion of her life (laughs) yeah Yeah, so any other thoughts about their sleep schedules ah i don't know there's I just don't understand. Like, they they can't be human because they wouldn't have time to do all the things they do. The number of movies that they watch during the school week. How? How? You're like, oh, yeah, we watched these 10 movies last night. Like, no, there's not that many hours in a day. Yeah, no. Like. Yeah, I'm jumping off Team Vampire, though. I am now on Team Faye. Yeah, maybe they have time warping abilities. (laughs) Ooh, I could see that. The beautiful thing about the fairy um, theory is that fairies can have so many different powers. Like it's true. We can just mold it to fit whatever. Also, fairies are also preternaturally beautiful. So, yep, I am team Fay. Yep, okay. All right. <laughs> Stars <laughs> Hollow and company generally full of Fay. So you all need to sound off in the comments. What race do you think Rory and Lorelai are? Or any other Stars Hollow characters, actually. 
Give us your head cannons. Or just Maybe. tell us that you think we're crazy. And then right. everyone's human. <laughs> Maybe that's why Babette is so upset when Pierpon the gnome goes missing from her garden. That's her that's her cousin. <laughs> oh yes. Her cousin who came across like Medusa. Right. Okay. Well, there you have it. This was episode six. Sleep is for the undercaffeinated. So um, if you want to support this podcast, one, thank you for listening. Make sure you comment so we can talk back and forth about our show theories. But also you can support this podcast and every other podcast on our network at buymeacoffee.com slash Cereal Box Pod. We're also regularly be linking our other creative projects like Patreon and things like that. Supporting Phoenix Sisters cosplay is a supporting this podcast. So, Kelly, would you like to take us away? Yes, thank you for listening and definitely tune in next week where we will be discussing more madcap theories and ranting some more. We love y'all. Bye. Bye.